Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> Well, well, well. Someone's eager for a little quickie. Look who we have here, didn't lined you, up and waiting. Didn't, didn't you come back uh, rather quick and eager? Well, hello one, hello all. Join us on a quickie. If you missed last week's episode, we've decided to rebrand our mini-sodes as quickies because it fits in with our theme and aesthetic and we like it. Of Ghosts of Boyfriend's Past, I'm Tom Harrison. Across from me is Elizabeth Best. Hi. Thank you for joining us. It really swells my heart with lovely, lovely feelings to know, know that we have such a loyal... I was wondering where you were going there because you were talking about quickies and then swe- talking about swelling. I was like, no, wait, what have we done? Nope. <laughs> it's all, all good in the hood. Today uh, you join us on a on a questions themed mini-sode or quickie and uh, I'll send one over to you Elizabeth. Okay. Why don't you uh, judge judge Elizabeth, right? Yes. Of the court. Yes. Of the court of romance. Proceed. How do you how do well, what do you think of people who not no, good. No, yeah, <laughs> terrible, right? Next case. <laughs> what do you think of people who knowingly sleep with someone who is in a relationship? No. Nah, like, okay, so here's the thing, right? Um, I I know in my heart of hearts that technically they're not the ones doing the cheating mm. and the blah, 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 it's the other person. Mm. But I just, there's a level of respect that I, like, I, I maybe I'm just being judgy judgison, which is what you asked me to do, but I would, I would not, I don't, no, I don't want to do that. It's an interesting one because if, if you are cheated on in a relationship, your anger should be directed at, or and your feelings, your emotions should be, dealt uh, put towards your partner right the person yeah. who, who 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 went off yes. and, and cheated so in that's an look in th- no i'm being this is a knee-jerk reaction right so mm. this is i'm talking as someone who's been horrendously cheated on and i was like fuck you how dare you to the other woman but maybe it's also that like i have been the other woman before mm. without and I hated myself so much. Like I hated myself. But you, you did you know? Did yes, you know? yes, yes, I knew. There you go. And uh, it just it it's a nasty situation for everybody. Like if I just think that the person who's cheating is a complete fuckwit and oh, yes, needs to sort their shit out. They are the, in the sin bin and whatever. In the league, it's table such of a murky blame, thing the, the, because on a very technical level, you're not doing anything wrong, wrong, but. I just think it's unf- you're being so unfair to yourself by letting that happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I but maybe some people won't care. They're just, I'm not going to have sex with this person that I met at this bar. You know. I think if you do care, it makes you human about the situation. Mm, if so you, you probably, if you are worried about it in any way, shape, or form, it it means that you're not the terrible person that you're beating yourself up to be. Yes, yeah, so you should have some kind of. But if you don't care, it. then fuck you. But is the <laughs> is the cheating the person who is going to cheat? Are they not going to? They have to cheat with someone. That's implied in the term. If they're going to do it, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I don't. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think you can subscribe to the. If they're going to do it, it may as well be with me. Like I, 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 I would implore no, no, anybody. No, yeah. I'm saying who, anyone, uh, anyone who ends up 
being yeah. the third party will be guilty. I would anyway, implore right? anyone who's a third party to um, not accept less than you deserve because I feel like agreeing to be somebody's side piece is accepting less yeah, that's very, than you that's deserve. Very true. That's a good way. Of, um, of and I did of jump on my judgy judge horse at the start because it felt really shit and I must admit I 100% did blame the other woman when it happened to me, but I shouldn't have. I should have blamed the guy. Mm. Um, and I just, I just don't think it's a nice situation to know that you're not being put first as, mm. as the person who is doing absolutely the on the side part. So yes, no, not you're not covered in glory. The third party. No, the, you're, not a, not, you're not a you're not a garbage person. If you think about it, if you think about what you're doing at all, that means you're not the garbage person. I just think you deserve better. You don't come out uh, fully smelling of roses. You aren't the the most guilty. But you don't, don't smell you, like shit either. Mm, it's a it's an odd, tricky, rocky middle ground. Hmm. So there was a question that was brought in our Ghosts of Boyfriends Past Groups Therapy Group. And if you aren't a member of this group, I implore you to join because it's such a fun little community and you get to have all these discussions and influence basically what we talk about on air, which is fun. It's very cute. It's very wholesome. and uh, It's not always wholesome. And guests of the (laughs) past guests of the show pop up so you can Yeah, you can can talk to people. If you're a little bit of a fan of someone that's been on the show, chances are you'll probably talk to them in the group. So uh, this question came from Renee. It says, I don't know if it's a bit strange or even a red flag but if a guy you just met on bumble is already messaging in the morning good morning babe i seriously Mm. don't know or is is it that i don't like the word babe or being called babe i'm not sure so when i first heard this i my i got the prick i hate it when people are familiar too familiar yes i I can understand that um so i thought i'd read out some of the responses from the people in our group as well so my response first off was i've always said that this is weird because they don't know you they just have an idea of you and a photo that they've seen and i feel like pet names should be earned not you Mm. know like um so we've had a response from pete saying yes it's weird if you don't like being called babe that's also going to play into the ick also a morning quotation this guy sounds like a cult member (laughs) (laughs) yes i agree with that um we've had one of the guys uh former guest on the podcast steve say nah that's normal i get girls messaging me use the word babe in their first message sometimes and that is a very steve thing to say and if you don't (laughs) know that that's a very steve thing to say you need to listen to the past episodes that we've had on yes see my my first instinct was similar to yours that uh it's it is strange to put to to identify someone and then put a put a, a nickname on them a cute nickname. Babe. But I also but I've, I'm starting to think that some people are babe people. Girls I am and a babe g- person with people I know. Like I'm like right. please babe, honestly. Mm. But I would never. And it does genuinely give me the ick if someone does it. We've had someone reply with a bit too familiar for my liking. I'd prefer them to address me like my title, like I'm a fucking Bridgerton character right up until the moment we're married. Mm. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so uh, be ca- so be careful throwing out your babes, your darlings, your dolls, etc. I just et feel like it's disingenuous. Like if you don't know whether you want to call some, like if you don't know someone, you can't call them baby or sweetheart or honey or like I don't. It's just not earned for me. It does give me the ick. Mm. So if you're trying to date me, no babe until we've no, had a couple of dates, no, please. No babe. So it's an attempt. Don't call me baby on a dating yeah. app. It's an attempt to. It's a, hey, hey, babe. Like, yeah. is it sultry like that? Like, but just like morning, babe. Like, it's an air of familiarity yeah, the, that you haven't the, earned yet. Yeah. The, like, I don't know you. We've never even met, and you're calling me babe. What's that about? So I think in some scenarios, it's okay. It can be judged okay and fine. But yeah, mess, the message in the morning, the hey, but it's too familiar. Yep. Yes, it's too familiar. Yep. Uh, found this one 
uh, in a men's uh, in a men's forum somewhere, Elizabeth. I was like, in a men's. I found where were you going with that? In the men's restroom, mm, like yeah, what? written on the wall uh, <laughs> for a good time. Um, interesting one. So the question is to men, and they ask, how do you deal with the fact that you are supposed to approach women while also being told it is inappropriate and creepy at the same time under most circumstances? And this is there, there's a. I don't, the, there is a sort of instinct to as, say, I don't know. As a woman, I have often wondered how, uh, well, how anyone navigates that, being that in this day and age um, it is seen as creepy to approach someone in public, but I would much prefer to meet somebody in public. So I, I've, yeah, I, I struggle with the whole... Are, are we condemned? Because uh, in general, men do the most... Uh, approaching the most asking out, right? In in general, I would say societally, is it, yes. yeah. Is it a case of if we if you if we are judged to be good looking in the moment, it is fine? Is it uh, and if not, we are condemned to be a creepy? Uh, I just think if you're respectful in the way that you do yes, it, really. that like if it's if it's like, hey baby, like get fucked. If it's, can I buy you a drink? I maybe to, um, I wanted to get to respect. Producer Zane yes. has pulled down the microphone. Speak. Um, I, I just wanted to put it out there. Like, I think it's a matter of like entitlement. Mm. So if if, yes. if you're if you approach someone saying I'm giving you a drink, therefore you owe me a conversation. Yes, sure. That is going to be come off as creepy. Whereas you're like, hey, I saw you. I just thought I'd give you a drink and then back right off. And then like, can I buy you a drink? Can I buy you a drink? Mm. It's like, you look like an interesting person. Are you interested in a conversation? Yeah. And then you are never entitled. Communicating. Yeah. Both the person receiving the, the approach and the person giving the approach is like, is there something here? And if not, just taking that first no as yeah. an answer. It's a constantly evolving situation. So if you go up to someone and it's a complete no, then that's what you respect. If you mm. go up to somebody and you are aggressive, they might shut you down. You know, if you give them some lame pickup line and that could be creepy. If they say no and you follow them to the next part of the bar and say, why yes. wouldn't you accept my drink? That's creepy. I think that all of the communication needs to be opened in a really respectful and friendly way and you need to read the situation as well as you are able. And you have to, I think there's also a case, uh, yes, 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 to, to everything you've, you've both said. Um, I think that you have to make your move, you can't, that you can't just approach a woman in any setting, in a workplace, if she's trapped behind a help desk. Contextually, absolutely. You have to get the context captive right. and can't leave. Mm, yes, uh, you have to be a, uh, have to be cautious of that. I See, think. the thing is, I have been approached at work before, but it was with a note, which I was allowed to then take in that information in my own time and I wasn't put on the spot because it was something that was handed to me that I could deal with in private time, That's which a good t- a good little tactic, I yeah. really appreciated because I wasn't in front of a bunch of other customers mm, mm. waiting to figure out how to respond to this person. Mm. So if you give someone the space to respond in a way that makes them comfortable, then I think shoot your shot and then read the read the room <laughs> yes but uh, but yes approach with approach it with with respect I, like, I would appreciate more people coming up and talking to me in public but if someone like don't come up and be like that outfit makes you look hot because that's going to make me go okay cool so you're just concerned with 
and for, the, for the love of everything holy, don't approach someone wearing headphones. You, you know, no, that's a universal be, rule. I have seen celebrities happen. in New York that I nearly wet my pants at seeing because I am such a huge fan. They had headphones in, so there's no fucking way I'm even going to approach them to ask for a selfie because no. Yep, it's uh, someone's lost in their own world in the in the soundtrack also, they're listening especially to. if they've got noise cancelling on it can be fucking terrifying have someone touch you or come up be- yes. behind you and you don't have the peripheral sound like i mean as i i personally never put noise cancelling on unless i'm on a plane because holy fuck if someone walked up behind me and tried to murder me i'd like oh, yeah. to hear them first yeah so uh, <laughs> you can approach you can let intentions be be known but you can approach to- if someone has the air of not fuck off. Yes, that's right. But it has to be in the right setting. It has yeah. to be. There has to be. You have to put some a little bit of thought into it. Yeah. You can't just wander up to someone in the street. Hi, you're pretty. Can I? You know. Yeah. Don't be. Don't be. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. No one wants to be that guy. Okay, that's dealt with. I think. Well um, done. So I'm going to go back to a question that we asked on a previous episode and get a couple of answers that we had in our Ghost of Boyfriends Past Group Therapy Group to round it off. What do Fantas- you think? All. Let me have it. So we've talked about this before, but what are some green flags? So we talk about red flags a lot but what are some green flags right i recall we brought this up uh, we did semi, and semi so i've popped it in the group and here's a couple of the answers that we have from our ghosties oh, fantastic uh so alex says apologizes unprovoked about something that hurt you communicates their feelings or needs is receptive when you explain a boundary has been crossed and makes you a priority not their only priority but that you matter to them i i love that uh First answer, Alex. Yeah, apo- just apologizes readily and uh, comfortably for and a, not for a in a transactional way, yes. just a genuine apology. Yes, that's good. Um, so Carly has said, a big one for me was Jared remembering little things that I said. It means he's paid attention. Another is walking on the side of, on the roadside. Now we've talked about this before too, and I thought it was strange, but apparently this is a thing. Walking on the roadside when we walk down the street, he still does it now and gets upset if I'm not protected. He still opens car doors for me and likes to make sure that I'm safe. Hmm. Um, speaks positively about their parents. This is from Erin. Speaks positively about their parents overall, but also without ragging on them can identify their human less than perfect elements as well yes um for me when dating men it's when they understand that most women had have sorry that most women have experienced abuse at the hands of men and don't carry on with the real men don't do that rhetoric because we all know that the truth is that real men do mm. Uh, Maxine says someone who is a calm driver who doesn't tailgate or get overly frustrated when people do silly things on the road um I'm a bit of a red flag on that one. Ah. <laughs> I get very cranky on the road. Good on you for putting your hand up. It's good. <laughs> Sarah says emotional intelligence, good family and friend relationships and kindness, the easy basics. Um, Carly's come back with how they treat wait staff. That is something that is a big thing on my list. Yes, absolutely. How you treat people who are paid to serve you and literally serve, I don't mean, you know, is, is a big one for me. Simon says has her own hobbies that she regularly likes to do. Yes. And I think that's a very, very, very important one as well. Mm. Um, and last one, Anique says, green flags are fun to talk about, which I agree with. <laughs> um, like what Carly was talking about with the protective, when going out for a drink and being able to order on your own, it's nice having his hand on your waist as you wait for a drink, but it's also a known fact that if a guy is with his pride and joy, other guys won't go near her. When he offers to pay for a meal, even though you've bought your card ready to pay, another green flag is can be when he gets you chocolate or ice cream for that time of 
the month. Yes. My yes. ex never bought me chocolate when it was that time of the month and I would end up buying my own chocolate and he would always end up eating the chocolate behind my back in the end. You've got to be... Red flag. got to be ready to uh, whack heat uh, heat pads in the microwave, get uh, get ice packs if need be, get the chocolate. you you got to yeah. you got to get all hands on deck there. Um, I want to tack on how they talk about uh, their exes. Yes. Um, sure, the... Uh, when you're an adult, you can hold different opinions in your head at once. So you can't, they, if they can sit down and say, well, she was a bit of a pain in this area, I'll give her that. But but all uh, in general, our time together was really sweet and wholesome. If anyone you know. mentions the C word, crazy, yeah, get yeah, out. Yes. I do have one last one I want to close up please, with. Please, please. Um, Maxine also came back with another one, and this one I think is very important, is giving you the time you need to make a decision about something. For example, mm. they may suggest something, but... But they don't expect you to decide there and then. They may say, take your time or no pressure. And this, to me, shows they care about you making the right choice for yourself. Absolutely. And I've just thought of another, just a, a if, if they listen to understand rather than listening to respond, yes. does that make sense? Is that yes. clear, loud and clear to everyone? So if you're in a conversation, having a discussion, if they're listening to, everyone should be, this is a great communication tip as well, listen to understand rather than listening to merely respond, right? Mm. That'll uh, that'll get you... That's a green flag to answer the that's question. That's absolutely a green flag and a, for me. And a nifty little communication um, hack. <laughs> if you have any green flags that you've missed, feel free to jump on our Ghost of Boyfriends Past Group Therapy Group and add to our little conversation. You'll see it because it's bright green. Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I did it for a reason. They might be broad, general green flags that, that everyone can sort of identify, or it might be something sweet or a little that your your own very your own boo does. Um, uh, otherwise, if you have a dating story, it can be it can be a thousand pages long. It can be a paragraph. Send it through to uh, Ghost of Boyfriends Past at Gmail. And if you haven't got a response, feel free to hit us up on Facebook mm. because I've noticed as much as our emails have been getting junked on your end, we found I found a couple of sneaky hiding messages in our junk mail on our end. So if you have written to us, I guarantee that I'll reply to you, um, whether that's a thanks, yes, we'll schedule you for later or come in this week or whatever. Mm. I will always reply to you. Um, but if you have written in and haven't gotten a reply... Hit me up on Facebook at our Ghost of Boyfriends Past podcast or Ghost of Boyfriends Past at gmail.com and we will make sure to schedule you in or organize for a mini sode or whatever you've written to us about. We will let you know. Up until then, thank you for joining us for this mm. little quickie, which has turned into a little bit longer than a quickie, but I'm into it because we not, talked about green flags. I'm not hearing any complaints. <laughs> All right. Until then, share the podcast with someone at work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge.
Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.